This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Bay, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz, and featuring Todd Pebble and his big, strong hands. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis. Forget you were doing a show. Oh, what? I'm playing Clash Royale, dude. Oh, all right. He tells you to go ahead and start. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like today. I meant like eventually in the Here future. Here with your host, Chris Thayer. <laughs> Clash Royale. <laughs> Guys are and I'm not Rod Mills. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm in sudden death, dude. It's like it's happening. Okay. So, uh, God welcome back to our uh, second half of this mega episode because um, we spent the entire first half talking about the uh, how bad Batman Superman was and, and how awesome Daredevil how was. awesome Daredevil was. Um, and then we took a little break just for the cops to show and, up. <laughs> And uh, we talked about how great the iZombie finale was. That did not nope. happen. That didn't happen. Nope. nope. That, that needs to happen because there are a, uh, a few people who have my back. I'll say a few because I think it might be one. But I'm going to say a few <laughs> who have my back on, on our listeners. There's at least one listener that is like, you know what's a great show? iZombie. Yeah. <laughs> it is not me. So I'm speaking to you, whoever it was. Uh, how great was this moment where... They have the big final raid where they're going to take down the Max Rager facility. And uh, they walk in and they're having this big private party. And friggin' Rob Thomas is on stage playing. And I'm like, Wait, what now, the who's, hell? Who's Rob Thomas again? From Matchbox 20. <laughs> oh, that's right. Which I'm like, they, they, they keep things up to date on that show. I'm like, why the hell is Rob <laughs> Thomas? Hey, he's got a new record coming out. Uh, why is he on? Here's why he's on the show because the uh, because he's got a new record no, coming the, out. The showrunner or whatever the the guy in charge of the show's name is Rob Thomas. So obviously, oh, um, there's that connection. I, I just know. thought it was because the only people that watched that show were born or like came up in the 90s. <laughs> That's possible. I, maybe I thought that was just a joke for Chris only. Is why. <laughs> so anyway, Rob Thomas is no, there. Hey, and then, we gotta we gotta are we gotta supply our audience with something <laughs> that audience. audience. That's something that he will really like. So anyway, they go in, they release the the zombies who are different kinds of zombies. I don't really understand the difference. Um, these are like the feral zombies. Is this fucking zombies. Resident Evil? Have we got yeah, like different types yeah, of zombies in Oh, they have like feral zombies on this yeah, one? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> Aren't like, all zombies feral zombies? Well, yeah. it's like they're almost stealing a concept from, uh, what's that movie, Warm Bodies. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Fallout. The of Fallout that, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so that not, movie that original, wasn't good. But let me get to my goddamn point. Remember when the two zombies went and had a drink at the hotel bar? That right. was a great movie. Right. That was so good. <laughs> so anyway, the zombies get out and they raid the party for all these rich people. And, um, you know, stuff happens. And you come back at the end of the episode and you meet the woman who's kind of behind everything now. And the other zombies are in the background singing Rob Thomas songs. It was freaking hilarious because, of course, they take on whatever personality character. But they're not real zombies. They're like the hipster bullshit zombies like she is. Yeah. Like Liv yeah. Moore. Yeah, but they're singing because they've taken on um, Liv just, Moore. Just think, funny. think yeah. about that again. Her, her name is Liv Moore. <laughs> That's so great. And she's on. She's a zombie. You see. Liv Moore. And she's. <laughs> I'm not saying it's Shakespeare. <laughs> But, but Which is, is funny because you sit here and talk about how great it is. I'm not saying it's Shakespeare, but yet let me let me fucking pick out every little line and arrow and tell you how bad. Here's the, the difference. Same network, but the tone is very different. Arrow is trying to be serious, and it's fucking terrible. 
This show has it's never not, been serious. It's not terrible. It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's so bad. Like, iZombie is terrible. But fun. Which still kills me, too. The fact that you were sitting here adamant how terrible Arrow is and still I watch this. it. I have to watch it because of the crossovers. I have to. You don't, because I only watch the crossovers. Yeah, at I was this like, point, they usually so. give you like a three week notice, like, hey, there's a crossover coming I mean, up. Dude. I check in. I check in when I, I. What I do is I wait for the episode to come out, and then I go to the recap and I look to see if like the villain is somebody I'm interested in, and oh, then I'll watch geez. the episode. See, I, I don't do that. I watched the last season of Chuck, even though it was terrible. The last season of Chuck was pretty. Terrible. It was bad, yeah. but I still watched it voraciously because well, I no, was I in at that point. The, well, the, the at opening that point, of the last season was a lot of fun, yeah, and then it yeah, got yeah. bad as it yeah, went it got, on. But Chuck, I, think they I were mean, running out of time, yeah. and he knew it. Chuck, you had like three seasons building up to it. The year fully invested, so yeah, you're gonna this is stick like around for the last four of Arrow, dude. And you've been complaining for about season four one. seasons. You were complaining since season two season that that two. thing was crap. Chris is suffering from Stockholm syndrome at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like, but anyway, the, the iZombie is is you know a lot like the Flash in tone. It's fun. It's a lot. First off, more tongue in cheek. First off, how dare you, sir? How dare you compare that crap to the greatness that is the Flash? Okay, how about this? It's a little more similar in tone to the douchebags of tomorrow. Oh my god, the the losers of tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, Todd, you are still not caught. You have not continued with Legends of Tomorrow at this point. I have not. No. What episode did you bail out on? Two. Okay, see, that's a little early. You got to no, give it wasn't. No, it was right about the time it started to come off the rails. Well, okay, so I, I want to give it a little break. I'm not trying to say that it's horrible, and that's why I gave up. It's bad, dude. It's I just, bad. I just have to pick and choose what I get to watch at this point because I, I think I am going break. to, I am working full time <laughs> and going to school full time. Yeah, and break, I use though. spring break to catch up on Daredevil and right. watch right, that's and watch that's Force Awakens that's three times. Oh, you didn't need and, to do that. No. Yes, I did. And oh, did everybody get their Force Awakens Blu-ray? And I, yes, Blu-ray, I did. DVD, and digital. Which, hold on, package? which which one did you get? Because there were so many different uh, varieties. With so yeah, many I got different the things. the black cover. I, oh, I you got the I, I got the Target exclusive. So. Yeah, I didn't get yeah, none of that. I, think I did the same. I got like Amazon the paper cover, the cover. Yeah, cover. Yeah, the one with the six faces on it. It has that one has twenty minutes of additional right. behind the scenes stuff on it right. that none of the other ones have. Oh, it so what does the Walmart one have? And the digital the digital download one is the only one that for whatever reason has the Maz Kanata uh, uh, using the Force oh. deleted scene. Really? Yes. So uh, you know. By the, the way, is- fuck Disney for uh, doing that. For doing that. Yeah. That's bullshit. Like, just yeah. release your goddamn Blu-ray. Don't release it. Well, when it. you start doing shit like that, you kill the collectors, and the collectors finally end, will end up just going, screw you, I don't need all of that. I'm not buying... Oh, you silly man. I'm not buying... No, I know. Seven, I know. Collectors. <laughs> I'm not buying seven copies of The Force Awakens. You have though. seven copies of the trilogy? Yeah, that's they're all different. Exactly. <laughs> These exactly. These are different. I think I, I, you're, use, you're using your argument against yourself. The movie itself is not any different. Like, if Maz Kanata was suddenly using the Force in the movie, I'd be like, I'm buying that motherfucking version. Mm. But, you know. Right. I think I've got six versions of the original collector. trilogy. Hold on. The original trilogy. I have original. The, I have the original VHS. VHS. Yeah. I have the nine, THX VHS. I have the THX VHS, which is the, just the faces. Then I have the uh, 97 release 
uh, of on also on VHS. Is that the the gold box yep. with the yeah? I got and that. And then I have I have it on DVD mm-hmm. when they finally released that. I've got that. Uh, I have the 2004 release as well. Um, uh, I have a bootleg copy of the laser discs. Um, I have the uh, of that's the originals, but right. digital. It's the only version of the originals that's digital until later on they came out. I have the Blu-rays, which mm-hmm. just came out yeah. recently. Yeah, got those. And then I have digital copies. I think I got most of those. Not, yeah, not the uh, the special ones. But. but everything like every release in the early years of Star Wars, it like something was different about that. Yeah, that, so and like, that's the catch. Like, it was like, oh, this one has, like, because you had the original VHS and you're like, the sound is terrible on these. Right. And then you got the THX sound, you're like, holy fuck, this sounds so good. And it was also the first letterbox version. Right. Because the other ones, like... Back I, when they called it letterbox. Right, well, I mean, <laughs> it, but guys, remember, we had grown up with Pan and Scan. Yeah. So it's yes. like, I only remember... Like, I did not remember the crate Dragon being in Star Wars. Like, that's because of that shot with C-3PO yeah. and the big, you know, on the dune. Like, I didn't remember that because right. I grew up with the pan and scan. In my mind, that's the version. It was the close-up on C-3PO, and it was in the background. And then when I watched the letterbox again for the first time, I was like, whole, like, there's so much to this movie that I've been missing. Yes. Yeah. At which point I was like, I never want to own another pan and scan of anything ever again. Right. Oh, you, I mean, you remember when they used to, oh, I don't like that letterbox. You know, it, it makes it so much smaller yeah, with the little black the bars on the bars top and bottom. Top and, bottom. and now it's I mean, like, I wouldn't watch it. I would, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. but I guess TVs were different. Like if you're watching on a 19 inch, like that's your big TV. They, I think TV, they film you know? everything now. I don't think they do pan and scan really. There's no such thing anymore. Yeah. That was all because of uh, uh, TV ratios yeah. four to three. And then a traditional right. movie was like one nine two to one. So yeah. it's like depending on what you know you're watching, or two one eight to one, depending on if you're shooting on seventy millimeter, thirty five millimeter. Anyways, um, um, and then there's like I think one seven one to one is the other one. But anyways, uh, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, Damn nerd. I am a nerd, like a fucking giant one. About my nerd fucking podcast here, yeah. right? <laughs> like. We try to. I try it's to, not just a clever name. Yeah, no. I try to. It's funny because I try to like. We try to hide that through comedy, like yeah. how really dorky yeah. we are about yeah. shit. I don't think we do a good job at times, no. but uh, no. but yeah. Well, I like, can tell you, you completely failed here a minute ago. Yeah, that definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's a miracle that I've had sex, is what you're saying, right? Okay, so um, yeah, but well, I, you are an actor. This is true. I would, I would assume that's why you went into acting. Uh, that is actually the god honest reason. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> Fucking. I, here's the conversation that happened my freshman year of high school. See, because you could pick your electives at the semester. We you re-register, and we uh, four of us were sitting around. And we're like, what are we going to take for elective? And I'm like, why don't we take art? That could be fun. And they're like, no, nah, that teacher's kind of a dick. I'm like, yeah, okay. What about drama? There's tons of girls in drama, and that was it. That was the whole reason I went into it. Mine was in college, dude, because I didn't do really drama until I got to college. So it was one of those things where I was sitting, choir too. I was sitting in a uh, 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 an elective class that was like a, a intro to theater my right. freshman year, and there was this unbelievably hot girl at the front of the class. And I went up after class and I was like, Hey, like I'm Ron. How you doing? She's like, I'm cool. I was like, Oh yeah, where are you heading? She's like, Oh, I'm going to sign up for auditions for a show. And I was like, that's so funny. So am I. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 I followed this girl to this audition and uh, I got cast in the show and she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's how I got started in theater. So well, I tell apparently that, the casting couch did not occur. No, no, college. apparently it did. Well, all <laughs> no, right, all right. <laughs> it was a male director. You <laughs> understand how the casting couch works, Todd. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> think, I, porn, I think I think and he understands. I think we know. Um, I think Todd probably understands better than we do. <laughs> so, well, he's got his VR headset now that he wears everywhere. Did so. you really get one? <laughs> no, I, I was going to say because I saw that thing you ordered that was on the Daily Show the other day from Japan. The full suit. Oh my god! <laughs> you haven't seen this. You got to go look up this 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 suit. This See, I haven't the Japanese, seen the suit. Dude, they're just... messed up. Man. It, what is this suit? I haven't seen. Oh it. my god! Holy so it's like this hell. whole head. It's literally like this guy is gonna take care of his business and take care of himself. He's got this head to toe suit that's got a VR. Sensors. It's sensors got sensors and a VR uh, uh, thing, and then attached to it, it, it's got a little thing that like pneumatically jerks him off and, and on the chest on the <laughs> chest there is there are like on his chest there are boobs attached that he can feel when so and it's not, when he gets to that part in the scene it's like, not video it's like it's like a video game that's the funny part is it's, it's not even like a person no it's, a, it's like the manga video or something <laughs> so so he's but, getting off but so they, they have this great shot so it's animation yeah, yeah he's fucking yeah. animation so yeah. What's the best part about it, Todd, is there's this dude, and it's like he comes up and he's like there, and he's talking, and it's got like the subtitles, and then the next shot of him is him rubbing these boobs and this little pneumatic thing going. He's doing a Fozzie the Bear impression. No. He's all ah, waka, waka, waka. Waka, waka, waka. So, It was so funny, dude. Like I'm watching it, and I'm going, it's like. How long does one have to do this? Well, that's, that was the joke on the show. It's like it's just like you pleasuring yourself with twenty minutes of shame as you try and take this thing off and clean it. <laughs> you know, like there, there's some fetishes that you just kind of go, "Look, I don't get it, but okay, cool, whatever, do your thing," and like, like jerking off to animation. It wasn't even I, good animation. No, I don't like, even it get it. It was like mid-90s blocky animation. It all. looked like he was jerking off to Minecraft. Like it, was, <laughs> it, it, was, it was the original Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. So, <laughs> Anyways, so back to Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Look, that show that show is paying off in ways that I did oh not expect God. It It's so much fun. Now, this, this week was fun. Because they went to the Wild West, a la Back to the Future 3. Yeah, yeah, man. And I enjoyed was Will the, Smith there? the episode. What it, about the 50s? Like, the 50s stuff was fun, too. Eh, it was okay. I, I will say this. They, oh my God, the writing is so terrible that at one point, the guy who was in prison break no, no, why? says, uh, come on, this isn't my first prison break. <laughs> And I went, oh my god, I hate these people yeah, right but now. You don't like this is your only example. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That was at the point where I go, this is an all new low for this show. No, it is an all new low. But it's a dude. It's a it's an Easter egg. It's an inside joke. And then you got like if you would never watch young Prison Will Break. Smith from from uh, Independence Day. You got to shoot that green shit at me. <laughs> like every single thing he says is like that. Like bad, bad acting. The the show's terrible. The show is it, not terrible. It's terrible, but fun. It's there's a it's, certain. It's almost as good as Eyes on. There's a certain camp to it that makes it more enjoyable than Arrow because Arrow to right. me is like super serious, 
I all really right. think that you have like a whole bipolarness to your Thank TV you. shows. Thank You're you. like, oh, this is the fucking worst thing I've ever seen, but I still watch it every fucking time, and I still kind of enjoy it. Dude, they ha- they fought with space Dude. pirates. <laughs> they it is the kiss of TV shows. Do I still enjoy <laughs> Kiss at times? Sure. Am I going to claim it's good on any level? No. But here's the it's thing. It's terrible. Tonally, it's so different. Like, the things they're doing on that show versus the things that Arrow and, and The Flash and Supergirl are Kiss doing. Kiss Army Soldiers send your hate mail to... <laughs> There's nobody that's on that. Movie. I guarantee that there's somebody on our podcast that loves. That's kids. like no. I want to fucking rock and roll all night and part of every day. And part of every day. <laughs> oh, off the rack. Did you see Gene Simmons in a board war with Ice Cube at this point? No. Did you see that? Hey, come on, man. Let's go party. Oh, no, God. this is um, not the part of the day that I like to party. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love it loud. Because my hearing's not what it was, and that's the only way I can hear. Uh, no, now they're in a war of words because Gene Simmons is mad because now that they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, now NWA is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And to a certain extent, and I freaking hate that I agree with him, why are you putting rap groups in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Um, if you turned it around and you had a rap Hall of Fame, would you see... Led Zeppelin in the Rap Hall of Fame. No, you would not. It's a genre-specific thing. If it were the Music Hall of Fame, I totally get it. And I know we're totally going off the track here. That's all right. But I, I sort of understand his perspective on it. There are people in the rock... ABBA should not be in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It should not have happened. You should not put bands like that in the rock... It's not rock and roll. I'll just give you that ABBA shouldn't be in there because even for disco, they weren't good. But I don't know about that. I, dude. I would think there's a lot of people and there a lot of records sold that would disagree with you. You can that. send all the dancing queens over my way all you want. I'll fucking give well, them a fucking. I'm not gonna send them your way because they're only 17, Todd. Um, but <laughs> and that scares me that you know the lyrics that well. I'm sorry. Just, I, I've told the story on the podcast about my my missus love of Mamma Mia. Oh. Right, right, all right. I'll give it to you. Okay, like that's one of those movies that I. It's like the Gilmore Girls or Mamma Mia. I'll walk uh, into the room and will randomly not, be on. Abba has never done anything unforgettable like Natalie Cole. Rest <laughs> nice in peace. Try. Thank you. Nice Boom. Nice try. Pow. Nice try. What's up? I think you gotta you gotta work lyrics in too. I know. Well, I gotta learn more about Natalie Cole other than yeah. just unforgettable. You, you kind of use the same one each time. We gotta step up the game here. If if, if you can so anyway, the uh, Legends of Never. <laughs> you have ahead. a challenge like it's so cool I think, man i they, think they've introduced space, a nice twist space pirates that is Kronos. what i've been saying all along and completely negates everything they've done which is you got this one bad guy who they can't kill uh-huh. through time i said episode one go back to when he's a child uh-huh. and take him out okay they had the opportunity to do that on this episode and they didn't failed. do that with the kid that's supposed to facilitate the end of the world. Right, right. Again, go back and kill Vandal Savage. They're not murderers, is the problem. Their purpose is to kill him. That's well, their mission. They're trying to defeat him. No, so. no, no, no. Go back and watch it again. He's immortal. They can't kill they him. Are before this thing happens, yeah, I got he you. wasn't immortal. I got you. I get the what you're saying. The whole goal is for her to stab him with a knife and kill him. Right. Who's that? Now they the have... Beak? 
this new yeah. character who is the new. Teeth. Yeah. yeah, she's basically. <laughs> now, because they've defeated the little mercenary Time Lord people, now they have this super big bad who's going to go back and kill them when they were children. Right. Which is exactly what I fucking said about Vandal Savage. Go back and kill him when he was a kid. You know, this show is supposed to run for more than one episode, right? Which is exactly my problem with this show. Okay. The whole logic of the show is stupid. Meanwhile, the zombie who eats people's <laughs> brains and fucking gets <laughs> their Start brains. Starts playing Matchbox 20 fucking right. songs. They, you know, and then literally this was the word, that the, the sentence that was spoken about. The greatness is by zombie. And then all the zombies in the background start playing a Matchbox 20 song. <laughs> it was so good. Get the fuck so out of here. It was so, so good funny. in 2002. It was so funny. <laughs> it, and it was logical because where would Rob Zombie, or Rob Zombie, where would Rob Thomas be performing? Unemployment lines. Private, <laughs> private, private parties at corporate functions. In my, and because I don't watch the show, this is all I hear in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> 3 a.m. Uh, morning. <laughs> like, no, dude. They're not. They're I think not I broke time. Zombies, <laughs> they're, they're keeping their zombieism. Why in couldn't? Check. Wouldn't have been funnier if they'd have played songs by the zombies from. The Did you just say that the zombies are keeping their zombies in zombieism in check by eating brains? That's how you keep from going full tilt zombie. <laughs> yes, dude. That's not how fucking zombies work. Like I don't According know. According to what? The rules. The rules exactly. of Exactly. The rules. <laughs> zombies are brain dead. Kinda They're like, not sitting there like going, vampires, you know what? Right? There's Today, only one set of rules. No. You, you know, Bob, what? yesterday you went a little too zombie. You kind of scared the neighbors. <laughs> Do they give them a Can you? Not, yeah. like they say they're not full tilt zombies. They're Is that what they say on the show? Keep it, yeah. Fucking brilliant writing. Dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> So are the it's eye so zombies. Bad, you know it, what man. happens when you start messing with the fucking vampire mythos and the zombie mythos? You get fucking Twilight. You get yes, Twilight. You, do, you, you get eye zombie. You get eye zombie, and it's so good. I will say this: it's better than the comics because the comics are some sort of like Universal Monsters crossover bullshit. This is and... based off of a comic. Oh, it's a oh yeah, huge I made hit, dude. I couldn't uh, curse. I made him buy the comic at uh, Comic Con. Did you son of a? I bitch. merely went, hey, there's the eye zombie paperback, Chris, and you said you should get that. I did. And I... I didn't hold a gun to your head. You did. <laughs> figuratively speaking. <laughs> look, if you guys are not out there giving it a look, still check out... I Zombie. Of tomorrow. No. <laughs> check out... I Zombie. If you're still on Arrow... And it's funny because Arrow is the lowest rated of the, the, it's the bad, four dude. DC shows. I, now, I will say this. You're not watching it? They finally did the one thing I've been begging them to do since Jump the, the first shark. season. They killed, uh, uh, <laughs> they killed Laurel. Laurel. Yeah, Thank I saw that. God for I that. Saw that. And they've been teasing it. Is like she gonna stay dead somebody. though? Probably not, because this fucking show never kills anybody. Lazarus pit. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. They're gonna take her back to the Lazarus. It's pit. it's been a while because it's been about three weeks. But let's talk about the uh, Supergirl uh, uh, Flash. All right, I crossover. can see that you have problems with it. No, it was fun. I enjoyed. I it. I really enjoyed. It. In fact, I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed either of the shows on their own. Yeah, it was fun, but I I only really super enjoyed it when the Flash was on because well yeah well no I mean Supergirl is fine like her yeah, and Jimmy yeah. Olsen are fine but like the whole newspaper like the dialogue's really yeah. bad yeah um it's, it's it's not great no the show is not great but I will say this okay so I'm not super familiar with the show and the characters on that show but I'm I, I the the brunette that became the 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 canary type person mm. so did you see the crossover Todd. 
No. Okay, so she's horrible. So there's her whole thing is she's like Canary, where she just ah, and like like sound comes out and it's like a sound wave. Which is an actual character from the Supergirl. Sure, that's great. So uh, what happened though was she's like got this power and she's very like I'm in my everyday business suit. And so this other superhero or supervillain, <laughs> what the fuck was the other supervillain? So anyway, she this other supervillain she helps break her out because oh, she's like I want I'll revenge. You. I want revenge on Kara on Supergirl, yeah. right? And then, uh, uh, so we, she goes away, and then she comes back, and apparently they've had time to go to the costume no, no, store. No, no, she says, I'll help you, but not dress like that. You need a makeover. <laughs> Dude, so... <laughs> Oh, shit. She comes back. Serious? She comes back with a new hair color from the costume store, and it looks like she went to the Dio de los Muertos, <laughs> right, like right. school of painting, which is what the character is supposed to. Look That's like. great. But it was but, really hokey the way they came up. With so it. it's like the end of Street Fighter, where all, all of a sudden they're about to have their their final battle, and they all get into their Street Fighter gear. Yes. Yeah. Even better, Todd. She gets contacts for her apparently because right, she's got right. like the white contacts like Steve has, and you're like, <laughs> "It was so dumb, dude." And in my mind, I'm going, "Did they take time to go to the optometrist?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like it I, was so there, somewhere there was a really fucking awesome montage of them shopping, like and <laughs> putting on makeup that. that like was left out of the show. And, and the soundtrack, <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine. I would, dude. I was actually thinking <laughs> this recently. Like, we, we're what we're missing in movies and TV now. Our montages, musical montages, like you got in Rocky Four. Like, yeah, you don't see a lot of them. I, you know what? I still think for me the best montage is Karate Kid. You're the best around. Oh yeah, you're the best. Yes, especially yeah. because it's like you know he's fighting and like yeah. stuff is happening. Oh, and all those songs get you like super hump, yeah. super, super hyped. Humped? You're like yeah. I'm super humped. Oh, it was, it was a mixture between hyped and pumped. Sorry. <laughs> no, super and I, you, they could have really gone there if it had been her powers made her transform, it would have been totally logical. Except here's the problem, that the Flash is the fastest man alive and Supergirl and Superman are not as fast as the Flash. Yeah. Like, that is established. But they so did in one Flash episode. found her the optometrist that got her... No, 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 no. They, they did say um, that she's faster than her cousin, Superman, um, in either a previous episode or in that Doesn't episode. matter. Flash is the I fastest know, man alive. I know. Period. But they were setting us up for she's, she's more streamlined. Although he's a younger version of the Flash, so he will get faster as time goes on. This so is uh, that is, I didn't think about that. But it was fun. Like until he gets about eighty, and then he'll get slower. Probably, probably. No, I, you know what? There was something about the well, he fast, fastest man with a walker ever. He transitions was, to his new character, which is the Stroke. I don't know if you. Hey. <laughs> He's all, uh, the Strokes. <laughs> he sounds like the guy that owns Hustler. Uh, what's Larry Flint? <laughs> He's all. Hi, Superman. How are you? <laughs> anyway, the 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 first few moments were a little painful. For you, me, ever, like, you could see that they were awkward and they didn't know how to interact with each other acting yes. wise. But once they settled in, it was a really fun episode. I think the, tone the writing is, was not good. The tone on that show is fun. Like, yeah, it's I fun. Mean, that's all it is. But it's it's what's what's great about all four of those shows, the DC shows and the DC sort of uh, TV universe, as it were, right now, is they're all tonally different, but they're all fun. Right. Well, no, no Arrow's they, not fun. No, it's fun in its own way. Like, mm. it's not. It's not. It's not Man of Steel and Batman no, Superman it's, dark. Like that movie, uh, 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 one of my one of my friends who uh, works for Nerdist and such, she her post was essentially she's like, uh, 
takes itself seriously or and uh, what was the other one and comedic are not words that I would ever use about or takes it doesn't takes itself seriously and comedic are not words that I would use about yeah. you know Batman versus Superman yeah like that movie was so unbelievably stoic it was yeah. like insane so much so that they're going back and doing reshoots on Suicide that's Squad to say. add fucking comedy to it yeah like that's a big change because the trailer is essentially like this is gonna be fun and then they came out and somebody was like I've seen this movie and every funny moment is in the trailer right like this yeah, movie they, is deadly they definitely serious definitely sold it to be one thing and we're gonna be real disappointed when it's not that well and now they're like we have to make it that because yeah. that's what people wanna see right you and know they wanted that before I just wanna see Margot Robbie Robbie or what I think it's pronounced Robbie. I've always been pronouncing it Roby, but I think I've heard people pronouncing it. Okay, well, either way, she can. You can be wrong all you want there, J.R.R. Martin. Yeah, Raj Agul. Todd's Todd me Timbers. How did I get Raj Agul? Because we were talking about race. Race. Yeah, okay. It's race. I got you. So, look, but it was fun. It was fine. It's not. In fact, I saved it because I was going to go back and watch it again. It wasn't fun enough to make me a regular Supergirl watcher. No, the show's bad. There's it's no not way bad. around it. Look, it's Supergirl's not bad. bad. No, it's not bad. In the way that Legends of Tomorrow is horrible. Oh, fuck. Um, it's it's <laughs> just simply bad. The acting is not great. It's not for me, is um, what it is. Exactly. It's, it's just not for me. It's like the Gilmore like, Girls of like Super, shows that shows. Like shows that are good and enjoyable are not for Chris. So <laughs> that's <laughs> probably what you're thinking. <laughs> Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> uh, what, so what do you think about The Flash, man? Flash is great. Flash is like hitting on all cylinders. Jay Garrick? Well, to go that fast, you actually have to hit on all cylinders. Now, here's the here's the thing. They all think it's Jay Garrick, but it's actually Jay Garrick from I'm assuming their Earth. Yeah, that they haven't quite caught up with yet. Yeah. Is the one that was on the park bench? Right. Yeah. Right. This whole time, it wasn't the. So it's the other Earth, Jay. Garrick. So is is are we not supposed to know? But do you think the Earth Two Jay Garrick is dead? It's a CW show, so no, nobody's ever freaking dead. And who's the man in the <laughs> Iron Mask? It's probably Laurel is probably what it is. And who's the man in the Iron Mask? Like, who's it's that Leo dude? Leo DiCaprio. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the best part is I saw that joke, and I was like, nope, that's a bad one. <laughs> it's a joke that Todd said, no, I think that's a bit much. And Chris was like, you know what? This is iZombie level of writing. It, I'm going to go. Do it. You like Kobe that one. Took you 50 shots to get it, but you finally made it happen. And it's uh, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, Flash has been a lot of fun. To, like the last few episodes, the you King Shark episode was great. Yeah, um, it was okay. It was. Okay. I was fun, dude. Yeah. And then the last two episodes have been a blast, dude. And yeah. I like the transition that he changed the timeline, and now the guy that was the villain from season one right. is a part of Team Flash. I'm like, that's fucking yeah. fun, dude. Yeah, I, it gets a little. That's the other problem I have with Legends of Tomorrow is when you start changing timelines and changing things in the timeline. We're seeing small changes where I think you're potentially having larger changes. Same thing with Legends of Tomorrow. Now, there was a nice moment in Legends of Tomorrow where the little boy he saves in this last episode turns out to be H.G. Wells, which is funny. <laughs> I was like, that's cool because it's a time show. Right. And he wrote the time machine. I thought, okay, that was good. So at what point are they going to save Doctor Who? <laughs> Doctor Who's already on the show. He is Doctor Who. He is the show. He's Rip. Rip is Doctor Who. Basically, uh, David Tennant's Doctor Who. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Like, I've always, from day one, it's I was saying that. It's the hokiest ripoff of Doctor Who yeah. without the plungers on the uh, the little telephone. I channels. love it, dude. It's way too much fun. But the whole, look, that that all that's been going great. All right, let's transition. Uh, Chris, <clears throat> so how was WonderCon LA, man? Oh, my. You know what? 
I, I will say this. I didn't get to go. I had rehearsal all that I weekend. I enjoyed myself. I had a good time once I got in, and that was the biggest clusterfuck ever. Was it basically the same as Kamikaze? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was well. It was the here's the thing. And so are they going to be moving it know. back to Anaheim? Okay, they they will. Have a Anaheim new Convention Center is under construction. They have a new system of badges, um, and and did you tell you don't them need no stinking badges? <laughs> no. Um, what here's the problem? I I'm on the pro pass now. They want you to scan everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty whack, and part of it is just because it's new and nobody knew what they were doing and nobody explained it to anybody. If they had sent out, here's how the badge system will work. Then we would have been prepared. So is it like a line like where you're like, doop, doop, yeah. doop? Like one you of have those? To, you have to tap it as you go by. You have to tap these little towers. That's annoying. Um, but that's, let, that, let me not get ahead. So I get there, and I'm in the pro line, right? Pro implying professional, implying, hey, this is like fast pass. Oh, no, no, no. So my buddy is in the gen pop line, which seems like you know cattle stalls because there's so many people waiting. He is in a full half hour before I get in. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting in the longest line ever, and I'm thinking, man, they must be like checking credentials, blah, blah, blah. Basically, after waiting an hour in this line to get my badge, I get to the front. They go, okay, do you have your paper? I look, show it to them. They hand me the badge, and I have Phoebe with me, and they say, okay, I'll go over here to get her badge, too. There was like no check-in, nothing. It's like, hey, are your paper? Oh, okay, cool. And I don't know why the hell it took an hour took and a half. Took them that long to get through. It was, so it was insane. It kind of stupid. It could it was. have been like when we were at Kamikaze and the pro check-in had literally one dude operating the there table. There were four people at the front of the line where it split off, and all you had to do was flash your paper. They gave you however many you said you needed. So I got all three of my pro badges, nice. which is fortunate because it was a live-action game of papers, please. Oh my god! Oh, that's fucking fantastic, so, dude. So, so good. We get in, and my buddy, you know, we we go to start going past the first checkpoint where you have to tap in. It is like papers, please. It is, and he goes to tap in, and it doesn't work. And I'm like, his his thing beeps, and it comes up red. And they said, okay, you have to go back to the lines and try and get a new badge. And I'm like, oh hell no! Okay, guess what? You are a guest pass now. So he just like put his pass in his pocket and we tapped in. And here's the thing. You can only tap in in one spot. And once you tap in to go to that area, if you don't tap out, you can't go anywhere else until you go back to where you were supposed to tap out and tap out. That's insane. It is absolutely insane. It is so much of a disaster. I hope they fix it before San Diego. Are they going to do the same thing in San Diego? They have to be. That's why they did it here. They're testing it They're out. Testing it out. Uh, it's not ready for San Diego. You would need That's the problem. so many entrance points because Can there's so many more people. And there were like 10 well, not that many. There're like five different areas where you had to tap in. Imagine and out. trying to get out of Hall H and everyone's right? tapping. Right? Like when the it's room gonna clears. It's going to be so bad. And I hope they realize that. Well, I, the only reason I could think they're really doing that is because they're trying to get a hold of the the, the fake badges, the fakes, the counterfeits. Yeah, and, and I, I can't I, imagine I that this it would take them that long to figure out because it sounds like the the same system they use for the public transportation in L.A. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I would but, assume because I'd never taken. Public but are you sure that they're that's what they want to do at San Diego though? I don't know, but I think they're trying to do something. And mm. I, I can see how it could work and it would be okay. But it's not like you have computer screens. That's a huge can... change for 100,000 people, by That's the way. That's the problem. That's is, the scary part. And if, there's so many entrances big, and exits out of yeah. Comic-Con. Like, to get... Like, L.A. is a little different because there's, like, 
four exits out of in and out of the main floor. Whereas, yeah, but the way they did this is all the panels and stuff were in a different building on a different floor. Okay, and the exhibit hall was on a different area on a different, you know, a whole different building. So it was spread out in a bunch of different places. Where Kamikaze was, that was where you got your badges for oh, MotorCon. Oh, okay, interesting. So things were all over the place in the convention so, center. Let's think uh, about this. So if you have to tap out. To be able to come tap back in, let's just say they had a false alarm fire alarm oh, that went man. off, and everybody's just now leaving just however they can. No, they have to tap out. You, to get out. Yeah, exactly. You know, what it, you know what it really does, too? It keeps you from sharing a badge. Which no, it doesn't. Uh, well, yeah. it keeps you from sharing a badge to go in. Yeah, we and I've done that before. Yeah, like but, we brought somebody. Like, yeah, in. like it I'm, I'm done me. for the day here. Here's the badge. Here's well, the no, no, no. Think about this because we had it where one year at Comic Con somebody came down and I was like, I have an idea. And it was like I'll hand it to you out a back door, and you come in. Well, no, I go inside. I have essentially yesterday's else badge. Come out. I hand you my badge. You get that person in. I take my badge back, and then I give you yeah. like the fakie. Yeah. And it's like you could easily get people in back, and like you could still extra do it that people. Way. But this way, yeah. there's no way to verify whose badge it is. Right. So I could go on, you know, a five day pass. I could go on Thursday and sell your other day and give it to but every- except you need that badge back in order to do Saturday, Sunday, but you could bring right, people with right, you essentially. Right. Yeah. But okay. So, but how so there are problems? How was it in LA though? How was parking, man? It was stupid. Yeah. I paid like 35 bucks for parking. Well, and they're going to gouge you like right. really badly right. because Kamikaze, they don't, they don't really gouge you because no. it's not, it's not big yet. Yeah. It's getting bigger. Um, you need to look into the Metrolink. Maybe. Because if, if all you're doing is just going for a day or whatever yeah. and you're just taking a backpack with you, man, you take the Metrolink out there, get a $10 pass for the day that also, once you get out to L.A., then you can jump on the subway with that same pass. Right. And that might you be spend what we have to do for transportation. Yeah. Is drive out there the first day and then... Metro Take the Metro Saturday. Saturday and drive out Sunday. Well, especially since getting home on, I don't know, man, getting home on Friday was such a mess at Kamikaze. Right. Like, that was the longest drive home ever. Yeah. You know, and then Saturday, Chris and I were, like, bearing for the drive, and we like, oh, we're yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm with you guys. Well, I, I'm not down necessarily with WonderCon staying down in L.A. I'd like to see it come it back is. to Anaheim. I think they're fixing up Anaheim so they can bring it back. They are, is my understanding. Um, but, you know. I hope, man, because L.A., why would you want to have it in L.A. when you already have at least one other Comic-Con out there yeah. with, with Kamikaze? Well, because they're, it's about market. You know, It's about yeah, what's more marketable. It's a dump, though. It is. L.A. Convention Center is gross. It's, so. it's really gross. Compared to uh, Anaheim, yeah. yeah. Like, Anaheim's really nice. And it's next to Disneyland. And speaking of Disney and Disneyland, all right, we got a dude. On, on top of the fact that they broke ground on Star Wars Land, we got the Rogue One trailer for the first time. Yes, yeah. sir. And it looks amazing to me. Yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like. I, I'm hoping where it's like not just you know another retelling of A New Hope. That'd be great. That'd be yeah. Yeah. well. There is a Death Star, <laughs> <laughs> but we can yeah. take comfort. Pretty sure they're not going to blow up, up the Death Star. <laughs> you know what they're going to do? They're going to have a whole scene that's like 20 minutes of them like figuring out there's a hole. You know, a hole that they can shoot yeah, at. Yeah. And that's what the whole movie is going to be about. So, And taking the plans for the whole. Uh, it's just interesting. We're you know, another female lead, though. Yeah, I was intrigued by that as well. I yeah. mean, she's. De- it's like we got a bunch of women we, folk. We, we can be Lucas in loves that there the won't ladies. be any action figures for the Del- <laughs> W Stormtrooper 3. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you trying to set us up for that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, that, like, you, that was nicely done, sir. Like, nicely done. Uh, for any of, our, any of our new listeners, if you're out there, uh, Chris is historically uh, uh, very bitter as an adult human male because when he goes to buy uh, action figures of Scarlett Johansson, to, uh, I can only assume masturbate to. Uh, They've got wonky eyes on them if they're even there at all. <laughs> Would you say Lucy Liu eyes? <laughs> that's, well, that's what uh, she was originally cast to play. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, dude, Black every one Widow. of them, the eyes, the, the pupils were like on the edge of the eye. She was like, mar- <laughs> like Marty Feldman looked normal compared to these action figures. So, so they, they need. If that's how the character is. Yeah. But it's like, how do you not fix that? You just have a hard time jerking off when they're uh, not looking you straight in the face? Or yes, what? that's. I don't even understand what you're talking about at this point. When you masturbate with your action figures, I don't a lot even have the action figures. Like, <laughs> when, when you have your unicorn in bed. <laughs> so I don't understand. I got a suit that's total VR. And a little thing that goes waka waka. <laughs> it's, got, it's got the Fozzie Bear attachment. The added boobs attachment. Oh. Oh really? I went with the uh, uh, the Total Recall uh, edition of the suit. <laughs> three boobs, three boobs on right, it. So right. it's pretty fun. just in case one deflates. <laughs> it's, it was limited edition, and I, I thought it was, <laughs> wasn't going to spring. It's a new version of Deflate Gate. <laughs> so speaking of limited edition, uh, were you guys intrigued by the Dark Troopers? Like it's suddenly like they're borrowing from the expanded universe a little bit here. That's kind of cool. Like the old, like we don't believe that this exists expanded universe anymore, and they're like, oh, but darks like we have black stormtroopers, not like like. Black, yeah, yeah, yeah. but dark colored. Yeah. I was really more intrigued by Forrest Whitaker's eye. Oh, cheese with the eyes. <laughs> hey, man, you brought up eyes. <laughs> Wonky you eyes. The Todd, what was, you too? <laughs> what was the meme that you posted like, shortly uh, after? Ever felt the force so hard that it gave you Forrest Whitaker eye? <laughs> like, oh, <geez. laughs> she, she, She's got Forrest Whitaker eyes. <laughs> she, I look. The movie looks cool. It's not Natalie I just, Cole, I don't understand the need to once again... Like we're we're we changed the way the adats look yeah. to look them more like the Ralph McQuarrie design. You know, it didn't bother me. I didn't. I didn't. Even I actually know. didn't I notice it. Stuff. Dude, I thought like everybody was talking about the adats. I swear there was like a a three second like boom. Hi, adats gone. Yeah, it didn't. You know, it wasn't that big of a yeah, thing for me. I, you know, whatever. It was a big deal for me because adats were a big part of my childhood. Well, adats were always like my favorite. You know, those things—the big badass fucking just come and destroy your Dude, little village. You gotta love space camels. Like you have to love them. <laughs> they're they, they are the best. They're like space cows, really. No, they're camels because they got the little hump in the back and long legs. Yeah, but they're slow, like. Like camels. Yeah. Camels are slow. Camels are fast. They have camel races, dude. Have you watched a camel race? They've dude? also got turtle races. This is true. And so you can't you can't base having a race does being not make fast. something fast. Camels are not horses, but they're definitely not I, cows. I saw a baby race just recently as well, which was kind of funny, but look. They're not fast, dude. They're not designed for speed. Okay. They're they're faster than cows, is my point. Yeah, cows, I mean if you're looking for speed. fast, dude. Have you ever watched a bull rider before? Like, they have a whole fucking sport based around, like, they, cows trying to maim you. But that doesn't make them fast. That makes them strong. No. They, they jump. They don't run real haven't fast. You ever, they, they don't call it, like, like the... the you l- have the running of the bulls. Thank you. Where people can outrun the bulls. They don't unrun the bulls. They say, you run, and then we're going to release the bulls, and you need to get the fuck out And hope you don't get way. gored. <laughs> it's not like Jesse Owens against our, like, a fucking bull. Like, it's, that's not how it works. It's, try not to get trampled, whether it's by the bulls or the people surrounding you. By the way, can we just point out how that is quite literally the dumbest event 
that has ever been created. Well, tell me you don't want to do it, though. Like, I don't want to do that. Listen, yeah, fucking old man in the sea. I don't want to do it. I would, right? I would, I would love to. That would be awesome. But <laughs> I know Todd, Todd. Todd came dressed as Ernest Hemingway today. For those of you guys that didn't uh, get a, get that reference, <laughs> we'll have to post a picture of this. First, it was George R. R. Martin. Well, R. you're R. like R. young R. George R. 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 George R. 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 Martin. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> <laughs> I got a captain's hat. Whatever. We so Todd. We Todd it's gets a Greek the, fisherman's hat. Todd gets in the car today and goes, "Hey, he little goes, buddy." No. <laughs> Kill again. <laughs> not a white captain's hat. So that's the right word, but Todd's that's funny. So Todd gets in the car today and he begins to tell me, "Oh, my throat's really sore. Can we stop and pick up a soda?" And I'm all, "Why's that, Todd?" And he goes, "Well, I went to a show last night." I go, oh, who'd you see? And who'd you see, Todd? It was No Effects was the, uh, the headliner. No Effects was the headliner, but I went to go see Direct Hit. So Todd's like... Was it unforgettable? <laughs> <laughs> see, that would have been a great setup. Thank you. What? Come on, my unforgettable <laughs> was great. Because you, But here's Todd. Todd went, it was unforgettable, like Natalie Cole. <laughs> Uh, so you're just saying I'm not smooth? <laughs> no, not. But I got like, the smooth voice but of Barry White. Like such big, strong hands. I know. They are big. Strong Chris, hands. you can tell Chris did it because you got hit by a smooth criminal like oh. on that one. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, didn't. No, what? Michael, no, Michael no. Jackson, right. How did we just like Michael Jackson come out of fucking nowhere? Well, that's from my understanding. That's how it usually worked with him. <laughs> He's like, ha! Ah! station. <laughs> Shut on, little boy. Come on. Uh, so, so, anyways, Todd goes. Uh, I hate to sound like a fucking hipster, but I went to go see the, <laughs> the opening band and not the and the not headliner. the headliner, <laughs> not the headliner. And at that moment, it's like Todd's wearing his fisherman's cap, yeah, with his, with his mutton chops. giant mutton chops, right? And it's like Todd Wear, wearing Converse. Like you kind of are like the proto hipster over here. You, you got a Pee Wee Herman shirt on. That says you, I'm a loner, Dottie, a rebel. There's nothing more hipster right now. And what are you wearing? What's on your wrist? A Fitbit. Exactly. <laughs> I, dude, I'm trying to actually. I'm trying to track my fucking sleep more than anything. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like you're trying to track where you are when you sleep, or how no, many steps well, you take yes, when you exactly. sleep. <laughs> Did I wander off? <laughs> I swear I was in this. I I woke up in an alley somewhere. It was weird, you know. So, oh, my face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? We were talking about Rogue One. So yeah, man, I think Rogue One looks interesting. The character, like all the designs, are fun. Um, it just it's like they're really milking. The original trilogy for all it's worth at this point. Well, they did say it was undermarketed. Yeah, but at this point, I'm ready for some different stories. So hopefully this is a different story. I, you know, this is kind of like, and I, I don't want to spoil anything, but Orphan Black's first episode is kind of a flashback. And it deals with Beth, um, the character that dies in the first episode of the series. So we, this is kind of like, for me, that sort of thing. It's like, this is that part of the story that we always wanted to know how this yeah, happened. Yeah, so let's tell this, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, it's it's... It's cool. And as then, long as they don't screw it up. And then let me just make this It's a like a Tarantino movie. Well, let me just oh, make this... Don't a, even get me started, dude. Let me, we'll get to that in a second. Let's, right. Let me make this abundantly fucking clear about this. No Bothan spies die getting <laughs> this set of Death Star plans. For the next 
asshole that thinks they're being funny and like, well, how many buffs and spies died to get this? That would be Death Star 2. All right. Let's just like I just want to make that abundantly clear. So stop cracking wise and thinking you're you're original because the super nerd of me is not okay with that. <laughs> not okay. Not okay with the fact that they're just making a reference to the same. It's not character. the same Death Star. It's, it's not a different same Death character. Star. I know there's like seven Death Stars, so you're not sure. I'm which not one talking, talking about the about fucking now. Death Star. I'm talking about the character. What character? The character this the is. Lady. Yes. Mom Mothma. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still not the same reference, dude. Even though she's in the Rogue One trailer, and how fucking creepy, like that good casting. Dope, is that? Although how hard it is to find a redheaded thin ginger, like that's like fucking. Frankly, call some. Well, I mean that's hard. You know, she's because she's no. English, it's not hard, hard to put makeup on and cover freckles. Have you ever tried to cover freckles, dude? It's no. Look at Lindsay Lohan. Exactly. And that, that like she tried meth and everything to get rid of those freckles. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing would get Ended rid of them. You know, irony, liver spots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Chris, uh, uh, we got. Let's talk about uh, what were we? We got to talk about Hateful Eight. You finally saw Hateful Eight. I did, and Todd watched it too. Right? <laughs> yes, what, I did. What did you guys finally think? Now that you're three months behind. <laughs> See, I was just I. about to say. It seems funny that we're doing this now. Like, hey, hey, guys, welcome to I, yesterday. I wasn't going. I'm not buying. I'm not buying the hype that Trent, uh, Quentin Tarantino was was putting out there that it's filmed on this very special film and we did it. You know what? So what? It doesn't matter. It could be mad out of pumpkin pie. I still eat the motherfucker. No, it, it just. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just a line from. So they're filming pumpkin pie. No, I, it's Pulp Fiction reference. Got it. All right. You're talking about the the pig, right? Yeah, the pig. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about all that. All I care about is how is this movie, and that's that's. I wasn't going to some special theater for it. I'll watch it when it comes out on DVD or you know other which I did, (laughs) which I waited. Um, I thought it was great. I loved it. I I did um, enjoy it. I thought it was a good movie. It was definitely a lot better than The Revenant. Um, which I finally watched as well. It's terrible, right? It, it, I don't know that it's terrible, but it's like... You know what that movie doesn't like? Dialogue. Right, and, and <laughs> plot. Dude, I'm telling like, you. There's, there's an hour of like nothing. At least with like Castaway, things happened. And, there was a lot of him wandering in the wilderness being crawling, raped by a bear. Oh, 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 where's my Oscar? Here's my problem with <laughs> But actually, I, I, heard that, uh, I heard that Leonardo DiCaprio only won the Oscar because he's liberal. Probably. <laughs> um, this is actually what he, I've been told. Wife, Where did you too. hear that? Oh, uh, that's from my father. Oh, okay. <laughs> Leonardo was... DiCaprio only won the Oscar because, he, did you hear his speech? Dad. They don't know his speech before he gives it. <laughs> but he but he's liberal. Oh, okay. I got oh, it. Oh, white people. Now, here's, as I'm watching the movie, there was a lot that was really good. I, I think it was really well acted. I think the dialogue Once is Once again, great. we're talking about Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Not because we were talking about The Revenant. So <laughs> no, let's transition back to that. Yeah, no, Hateful Eight. Because you said dialogue was great. My no, problem we're not talking with the about movie <laughs> is the Tarantinoisms that he insists on wedging into these movies that he makes. Such as? And I'm so over this bullshit. Okay, the slate cards, where or the whatever the where he puts part one and then he gives it a title. That's how the story tells, dude. I think that shit is so played out now. That's his style of storytelling. You know what? It's not his style. He stole it from old movies. But the funny thing is, he does. He's only done that like in half of his movies. Yeah, it's like, just how it's one like of the beginning of it, the beginning I'm of his career. It. There was none of that. It's yeah. it's a style that he likes to employ that I think is good because it gives. I get all that. It frames the scene that's coming. I get all that. I mean, it's not I'm a zombie. It. I get it. Move but... on. 
Do something different, dude. I don't want. I don't need to see that movie again. Do some different shit. We don't need that. Tell a story without telling us what's happening in the scene beforehand. Okay, so that bothers me. It wasn't necessary. We didn't need it. The movie moves fine without it. Um, the other thing that bugs me are the quirky music choices, which are great until he abruptly cuts them off. I thought the soundtrack was awesome. The soundtrack is I awesome. I loved it. But you're like, you know, just call me it. And it just cuts off in the middle and goes to a new scene. Quit that shit. Fade a song out. Do something. Have an explosion. Hateful, make a stop. Hateful it's, Eight. It's I actually, annoying. I actually stopped and thought at one point during the movie, this is one of the best soundtracks in a movie. They're, he's that I've making seen. artistic choices, Chris. And I'm tired of them. Do then something. Don't else. go see a Tarantino movie. No, I'm saying the movies are great. You gotta, you if gotta he realize. Would get out of the way of the movie. At his age, his what do we have? Like maybe three left? Like maybe? Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. He ain't that old. How many more Tarantino movies do you think we're really going to get? Well, that's a different story. Like, maybe three. I think he's got three movies left. Well, now. whatever. The point is... What do you mean, well, whatever? The I think, movie's like, great. Okay. If he would get the fuck out of the way and let the storytelling happen and stop pulling his little quirky hipster bullshit that he keeps throwing in these movies. Todd, how do you feel about that? As the proto-hipster. <laughs> I mean, since Steve's not here to represent history culture. Yeah, man, I don't know. That's the way Tarantino does his thing. I get that. That's where I go. And that's what I love about Tarantino. His shit's different. And that's the way. But it's not different. It's played out now. We've seen it. Do some new shit. It's played out now by Tarantino. Yes. How many times are you going to read? This is the same thing as you complaining about the goddamn eighth Death Star. Do uh, some new shit. This is some new shit. He did a very different story. This is uh, not really. Uh, this story is basically uh, Reservoir Dogs again with just a different twist. I kind of got to hear. I said that. I, guys, just to go. I said that three months ago. Yeah, okay. okay. I, like, I, I don't disagree that. with that. But, um, but the fact that you've got like, you took a Western, you know, it's a fun Western. I, again, I enjoyed the hell out of the movie. Except for these things. That's fun. I, I was waiting. Was one of the I things. I think you're nitpicking just a little. I was waiting for no, Bruce Dern to go, Jackie Chang, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chu. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here's, here's the last thing. And this is where I think I was watching the movie and I was enjoying the hell out of it. And all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? All of a sudden he starts narrating out of the blue. We haven't had a narrator at any point in this movie. Fair enough. Two thirds of the way through, he throws his quirky ass narration in there, and it's like not even good narration is like, and now we have this happen. And I'm like, what the hell is this? But that's it's what I mean, it's just his style. Like That's not his style. He's stupid. And he's not done it in any <laughs> other movie. <laughs> it, the story was great. We didn't need that bullshit. It got in the way and it pulled me out of the film, and that's my criticism. You should of stop it. whining. Oh, man. That's what I yeah, I see. Why is it because I have a complaint with something? It's whining. When you do it, it's a it's a serious critique. It is a serious you know critique. What? Blow me. No, that shit is whack. And if you, I would love to I see have a no cut problem of the film with it without that stuff, and okay. it's a better film. I don't necessarily agree, but that's fine. I challenge you. Make that cut. I ain't got time. I'm working on my episode two cut right now. So. I, know, I know you've got to. Oh, you're going to have to cut that thing down to 10 minutes. I know you've no, got I'm time. actually. I've actually been working on my cut where I'm moving. I'm, I'm rearranging the pieces of the movie that are already there. And, ta- and this will take film. you 10 minutes. He, he's making it as if directed version. by Tarantino. Like, yeah, so, gonna, it's all flashbacks. I'm going to come on and be like, <laughs> now what's coming cards. next is Anakin Skywalker. It's all flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
you know what it was? It was fucking Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Boy, those Duke boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is this? No, seriously. Uh, that's bullshit, there, but that's funny. That's <laughs> only what it was. Somebody out there, I challenge you, make a cut of this film, take the little black cards out of it, where you have the titles, take his narration I out. I don't have a problem with the titles. In fact, I think the structure lends itself, and it's written so that the structure is there with the title cards. I, and like, that's the least far, of my critiques. The narration critiques. is fine. Like, I could see... Oh, my I, God. No, no, I mean, I could see why that would bother you. I get that. It but, was the Duke boys again. No, it, but that's fine. <laughs> so it was. Go back and watch <laughs> just that point. <laughs> Them dupes, them dupes. <laughs> 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 At least get Morgan Freeman or something. Shit, I, I can so see your your explanation would, of that about being the Duke boys, but, <laughs> what? Uh, what? but that's funny. But Morgan, he's like, that, oh, that's awesome. That's what I said. I would have totally been down for that, but you got Quentin. And now what happens? <laughs> <laughs> At least like, he didn't oh do it in Tarantino voice, though. <laughs> like, it was like, so whack, dude. And uh, you know what it was? It was Michael Moore narrating his own film. That would be great if Tarantino's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's totally what it sounded like to me. It was campy and goofy, and it took me out of the film. All right. Well, uh, other than that. that, I really thought it was a good film. Get rid of those things. It's a great film. Let's let's go ahead and move on and step out of the way way back machine now. <laughs> well, that was start that was, talking about up that, was to date a, that was a podcast from three months ago. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had seen it then, Chris. The Chris, you got any uh, dumb shit your kids have done? <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, would you like to share? Oh, <laughs> I, we might have enough for another full episode. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't have a recording while okay, we wait, were on. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Because I had this really great story. About my middle child, because all roads lead to Darien. The other day, um, we get a knock on the door, and I'm thinking, oh, it's probably the Mormons again. No. <laughs> I open the door, and We have some... a wonderful video about Easter we'd like to show no, this, you. This was, this was... Give me the water back. <laughs> this was nighttime. I open the door, and there's some girl standing there. And I'm like, okay, I don't know this person. The crickets are back. Oh, my God. And, and she <laughs> That's says... That's how good your story is. She says, hi, is, is Jenny here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I think you might have the wrong, wrong house. house. And she's like, no. And she goes, oh, I mean Darian. And I'm, I'm looking at her. I'm like, wait, did you forget who you were going to see? What's the deal with that? So I go to talk to Darian. She's like, oh, yeah. They call me Jenny at work. And I'm looking at her. And I'm scratching my head. I'm like, why do they call you Jenny at work? She says, I have to protect my identity. <laughs> so real Are quick, you a spy? I have to ask real quick: Is she going off of her middle name that she doesn't know? No, no, her middle name is Brienne. But Jenny, who, I don't know where Jenny came from. This whole time, we could have been calling her like Brienne of yeah, of Tarth, Tarth or something witty along yeah, that line. Yeah, oh, no. I feel like we're missing so, out. So I'm like, why do you need to protect your identity? Because I work at a pawn shop. People are kind of scary that come in there, and I'm thinking. Why the fuck do you work at a pawn shop? She works at a pawn shop? She works at a pawn shop down the street. Okay. She sells like crackheads guns. That's that's what my kid does at this point. Cool. So I was ready to tell that story thinking that that was going to be really funny. Just be glad that some girl didn't come up to the door asking for Daisy or Jade <laughs> or Charisma. Do you have a, a, a peppermint here? Is there a peppermint? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like uh, Brett, as is, says, when you live in the hood and you're a white girl, you got two name choices. Destiny or Crystal. <laughs> You're either a stripper or a meth head. That's it. 
and that's my homage to Brett as is. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> um, no, and I thought that was going to be the great story for today. Turns out... That's not the truth. Why don't we have Todd? Todd, explain things. Explain what Todd. happened during the first episode. So, yes, we got done with uh, the first episode, and we are sitting here just kind of bullshitting. Ron as... was complaining about the new AT-AT design, specifically in <laughs> yeah. Rogue One. Is which, what which you already heard <laughs> as we redid it. Yeah. <laughs> and we get a knock on the door. <laughs> Chris, come in. And nobody nobody wants in. to answer, so clearly it's somebody that doesn't belong here. And we and Chris swore it was the Mormons at that point. And he's like, mother <laughs> f, like the stay Mormons. away from my water. <laughs> again, again with the Mormons. It wasn't the Mormons though, Todd. Who no, was it? it was the police. Our the the fuzz. The five zero. And I'm thinking she sounded cute. I didn't get to see her though. <laughs> I'm thinking, why is the police at my door? And then, and then you were like, I, "Fuck! I why couldn't I pull a police song just now? God damn it! I was like coming." Bad with boys, it. bad boys. No, that's not the no. Like the oh, every shit. breath you take. I, like totally, I had it, and then I blanked. It was gonna be so good, and then I fucked it up. So we step outside. I, I fucked I it up like a Natalie Cole joke. So, so the police officer, who is very nice and really considerate, I'm glad she came by. She says. Um, is that your Ford Taurus outside? To and which said, to which Chris is like, uh, it is not no. 1984. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's my daughter's car. She said, well, do you know that the plates are expired? And I said, they are. Uh, why don't you continue, Todd? Did you and, hear the conversation? <laughs> yes, I did. So Chris then says, oh, well... She must have the tags somewhere. She just hasn't put them on. Which would make sense because that's something that Mike would do. <laughs> Please let Todd explain. Okay. You gotta have Todd break it down for Todd says. But no, she does not have the tags <laughs> <laughs> because she ran the the cop ran the plates, and I think they're past due since September. I yeah. think. Yeah. This what's the what's the date today? <laughs> it is April. April. <laughs> 18th or 16th, something like Which, that. Which, and while this is not a dumb shit our kids have done, this segues nicely into a story. Todd, <laughs> Todd, when when Todd was living, uh, when Todd and I were roommates, I, I think is when they it first happened. So, Todd, your tags expired when we were roommates because I know because I borrowed uh, the car one time when the tags were expired because my car wouldn't start because we were all super poor at that point. Um, and I remember I got pulled over when the tags were up, but I didn't get a ticket, luckily. They'd only been expired for like less than 30 days at that point. And then, but Todd, how long did they stay expired after that? A long time. Like, how, 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 long? how long, Todd? What would be a safe estimate as a long time? Longer than September to April. Like, how, how, like let's be specific if you could. Three years? <laughs> so, Todd. Wow. <laughs> now, did you regularly drive the car, Todd? Yes. <laughs> and, well, you know, I hey, would man, just cruise down, I would just cruise down the impound. street with the windows down going, fuck the police. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck the police. Yeah, that was a good plan. <laughs> It would be great because Todd would be like, okay, my tags are expired. I have to very, I, I only drive at night or I only drive like, like I, I, uh, I do not drive, uh, uh, further than to and from work. Like I walk to the grocery store. I hate vehicles, man. Like, Apparently. I'm just not good at the so whole. So Todd, did you ever get the tags done? I don't remember. Well, you couldn't have sold it without it. No, I don't, I don't remember. Wow, way to make this riveting radio. Yeah, this yeah, is good yeah. Tom explains. I'm anyway, sorry. September. I'm, I'm so trying it's, to it's think been of it. Like, like several months. It's been all you know, seven months or so. Um, I didn't do the math in my head. Whatever. Okay. I know. It was eight months. Anyway, 
So it's been a long time. Well, this is the same child who gets antibiotics and takes like uh, uh, maybe three or four of them, starts feeling better and stops taking them, and then gets sick again. Well, who doesn't? Who doesn't do that? Yeah. So she, I don't think she's ever finished in her adult life a course of antibiotics. <laughs> so now she has like no immunity to any of this, you know, diseases going around. So the the like cop says polio. the the um you know I, I didn't want you to get towed, which was very cool of her. Um, you should move the car into the driveway because then you, you know, you won't get towed and the, the parking ladies, um, aren't as kind and they will tow it. So I go inside and I tell Carrie the situation and, um, I go to look for the spare keys so I can move Lauren's car. Of course, we can't get a hold of Lauren because her phone is dead and she never answers her phone and we don't have a clue where she is because she didn't tell anybody where she went. Nice. Um, the spare keys are not there. I have no idea where they are. In fact, my fucking spare keys are not in my room because she borrowed them and they never came back. So there are no spare keys anywhere. I have no way to move her car. So is it still sitting out there? No. As I came outside pissed, she pulled up. um, Her boyfriend drove her back. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Don't you love having kids? I don't know where she is now. But uh, she's she's lucky that um, you were here because uh, she would have heard an earful. She probably still should. I, I'm sure she's hearing it because she's Karen. been driving that car around for six months with expired tags. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so not happy, not happy, and it'll be a fun afternoon. Good times, man. I, I don't see her hanging around the house for a couple of days. Okay, <laughs> she, she runs away. Is this what when, happens when things get tense? She, I'm gonna go stay at my friend's house. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, my dumb shit is uh, my son got to do Easter for the first time. Like, really like a full Easter egg hunt. Jelly beans? <sighs> I totally spoiled your story tonight. I, I was going to say, there's I mean, something, there's I mean, something there. I mean, yes, but... So, here's the thing, though. Because Elena's family, it's always tradition that her Aunt Mary, so his great aunt, they do the Easter egg hunt at their house. They have a big property, like five acres, and so they go and they do this massive Easter egg hunt that her aunt sends, spends all morning setting up. So the Easter egg hunt is not until three in the afternoon. And I mean, it's like a shitload of eggs. And so all of her cousins on her dad's side, they all end up there and they right. do this giant Easter egg hunt. Well, the problem is Ronald Andrews is the only kid anymore. Oops. Like the next oldest is like 14, but the kids all still want to do it. Uh, so they all get out there. But what they do is they basically go, they get the egg, they look at it. If it's something they want, they take what they want. And then they, the egg? no, no, they like, it's like, oh, this is something good. I'll keep this one. All the stuff they don't want ended up in Ronald Andrews' basket. Nice. So much so that this fucking kid came home with three baskets full of eggs. Wow. With so much candy. And so now it's become Jelly Bean Wars. So it's like every day he literally is like, um, and my, okay. So my son also is coy about things because he knows like, no, I tell him you can have one piece of candy. That's it. But it's like you can either have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch or a piece of candy. Like you're not getting all this sugar all day long. And then he goes, why? And I go, well, you want to be fat like daddy? And he says, no. I go, well, there. That's why. You yeah. know? So, so, but at this point now, he's reached this. So we're like, Easter was like, what, three or four weeks ago? Yes. Still with the candy. You know, coming uh, to be like, um, Dada, <laughs> what's this? Like, this fucking kid knows what a, a plastic yeah. egg. What's you this? know what it is. What's this, Dada? I go, you know what that is, buddy? It's a plastic egg. What? Wow. Wow. What, what do you think is in it? <laughs> 
Don't you love when they get clever? And I'm like, you know what's in it. Do you think it's candy? Yes, bug. And he goes, he opens up, he goes, oh, Dad, it's a jelly bean just for me. <laughs> it's not for you. Like, you no, no. But oh my God, so much so. And then ring pops. Like, there were ring pops in some oh. of the bigger ones. Those last forever. Too. Yes. And he's like, oh. Uh, but then it becomes, when can I eat my ring pop? Can I take my ring pop to bed? Because apparently I've been sucking on this ring pop for six hours. You know, <laughs> right. it just like the never. Yes, yes, you can take it to bed. And I really want to see you when you wake up. <laughs> ring pop stuck to your forehead. Like, ah! He's like, oh my god! And then one of the eggs had a Batman car in it. Uh, which, <clears throat> but it's a little Matchbox car. Right, right. It's not even the Batmobile. It's just a race car with the Batman symbol yeah. on it. But he is like. So he's like, Dad, is Batman? And I go, yeah. And he's like, who? Is Batman in the car? And I go, well, probably. He's driving it. And now this thing doesn't have clear windows or anything yeah. on it. But he literally is trying to find Batman in the Batman car. Wow. And so he's like, but it's got like levers and shit on it. And so he's like looking at it. Really? Yeah, it's like, it's got. Uh, That's pretty dope for a little Hot Wheels car. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I, he, it's his new favorite thing. But it's like, I am like, I've reached the point where I basically told her cousins like some of you other fuckers need to start having kids because my my child gets way too much shit like all of you people constantly are giving him candy and toys and stuff and while that's great it's like frustrating for me because he's gonna be a diabetic yeah like he's four years old and has literally three buckets of candy oh my kid does the same thing yeah she's nine and she'll come to me and she'll say can I uh, can I have some fruit snacks or whatever and those things are terrible for your teeth yeah for sure and and I'll say yeah you can have it and like 10 minutes later, I'll come out here to work on something and she'll go to Carrie. Can I have some fruit snacks? Or can I have a cookie? Oh my God, the cookies. And, and I'll say, how many cookies have you had today? Two? No, no. Like, I mean like all day today. Six? Oh yeah. my God. Oh yeah. I Jeez. know that I approved you to have two. How many did your mom right. approve? <laughs> what else did you have? Ice cream. And um, did you have anything else? Yeah, I had a candy bar. It's like... No, you may not have another cookie. You're done. Your cookie ration is over for today. You Next, ra- you ration have, your cookies? Well, have a carrot or something. You know, I'm just Oh, we do that all the time. I go, have a carrot. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't need that data. Yeah. They ask, what are we having for dinner? Booger soup. That's what they get. That's that, not what they really get. But that doesn't what, sound delicious. That's what we at tell all. them all the time. What are we having? Booger soup. Where are we going tonight? Compton. <laughs> Score, you know? so we never tell them anything just the first time. They've just learned. Compton they, to settle a they score. Never learned, they never learned anything the first did, did time. Did you show your, your daughter the NWA movie no, as well? No, You're no, like, not feeds, though. Um, but she is, she is watching The Walking Dead with us now. Oh, wow. She's nine. That's a big step up, dude. She um, wanted to read the comic. That's too much. And, and that's... Um, she had started reading the first book, and I realized as I reread the comics, I'm it's like, "Too much." Yeah, it's not. It's Jeez. more. It's more mature than the TV show. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. Um, not the TV by show much. is like PG. No, the TV the show is like PG is 13. But also like the stuff that's going on in the comic exactly. as well. It's like yeah. they talk a lot about like rape, and yeah. it's like it's much so, more brutal. Yeah, I've, I've taken that first book away. She got a few pages in. And nice. I'm like, no, you you can't read that anymore. Here's Supergirl. She's like, I already read that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool. Like nice. Walking Dead. Here's so Natasha. She's much more mature than the other girls were at her age. Um, 
And I think we've raised her differently. Cool. Um, she's a lot less sheltered than the other two are. But, uh, yeah, she's... Me, at her age, there's no way I could have watched that show. No. I'd have had nightmares every night. Ghostbusters gave me nightmares. Yeah, I was, right. yeah, I was so, you know, I, I'm still traumatized by the freaking omen. And what really happened It was a different time. That's yeah, why. Yeah. But for her, she's never woken us up once to say, I had a nightmare. I Some kids sleep. are just that way. Because, like, yeah. I, you know, Steve apparently, like, you know, is never affected by these things and neither yeah. are his boys but yeah. like you know i like ronald andrew is very different you know yeah yeah so. and i i was different too and i i think we just you know she was exposed to that kind of stuff a little earlier than most kids would be and you know i think about her friends who are like afraid to stay the night or even sleep in their own beds. some of them and and uh that's definitely not my kid <laughs> my kid is like she's more like steve's kids i think than than her friends Fair enough. I'll give you that. All right. Well, uh, it's a little low note to go out on. Chris always takes us out on a low note. Oh, no. Note. I, wait. Hold on. Oh, what? <laughs> I had more on my list. There was something else I know I want. We didn't talk about Walking Dead No, nah, no. We got much. We're at... This is the end of the episode, man. We've reached time. No, just real quick. No. We've reached time. Have, have you it. watched Lucifer? Save it for next time. I'm not saving it. Have you watched Lucifer? All right, everybody. This nope. has been... Uh, I'm Ron Mills. <laughs> Todd Pimble. All right. And this has been the Nerd Life Crisis. You've been muted. <laughs> so, Hello? Lucifer. Hello? I'm not <laughs> muted. I'm, I'm still showing up. No, you're not. I my voice. Yeah, I am I showing up. Here. I it, muted myself. No, no, no. See, that was probably for the... I'm still not muted. See, I'm still not muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you try, you try. Okay, you've been <laughs> muted. Okay, so... If you haven't seen Lucifer, <laughs> it is so good. And basically, he muted just, himself, didn't he? The first time. Yeah, the, first time he the best part is he hasn't muted it's, me. No, like you and I. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically the. It's basically a police procedural like iZombie, but the guy who plays Lucifer is so spot on. Just watch the first episode or two. I guarantee you. You're not going to win me over by saying it's like I saw me. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but you know how even like Gotham is a police procedural to a Everything's extent. a police procedural. But the guy who plays Lucifer is so good. He's so hilarious. He make you wet in your nethers. Is that he why? He really okay. does. He's shiny. <laughs> He's so shiny. Dude, Jewel Stath was on. Uh, right? On fucking, what was it, Flash? Um, no. The Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. I was like, what? I haven't seen her in anything was in a while. It was Legends of Tomorrow. Jules. Yes, yeah, she was um, the she great was, uh, granddaughter. She was the mechanic on Firefly. Oh, okay. And oh, she, she was kind of attractive. Yeah, she's cute as a button. She was like, yeah, like I, weird attractive. Like, she, yeah, she's she's a little older because it's been 10 plus years. Since I'm Firefly. a little older. Um, it's been 13 years. Dude. It's going to be rough to see her as cute little Kaylee if they reboot that show. Well, she they wouldn't be back. cute little Kaylee anymore. No, she She'd would be definitely like more be more experienced Kaylee. Experience so. Kaylee. All right, well, let's wrap yeah, it up right up? there, you guys. So, Chris, Chris got so his hardcore pitching. Henry. Hi. No, well, we, dude, we, got, we got more time. It's fine. It's fine. All right, guys. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm Ron Miltz. I'm Hardcore Henry. <laughs> I'm Todd Pimble. Are we down for that movie? <laughs> and we hope you're having a nerd life crisis. <laughs> Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.